Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the NXT preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Dally Boys of What Culture, Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidgwick here to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, yeah. where we not only review the show formerly known as NXT Duper. Pay-per-views premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a random week complete bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestling. What's your favourite, Sitch? Of the four? I mean, SmackDown, too. It used to be... I've moved on to SmackDown now. What's going on? I can hear some uh, noises over there. Well, maybe it's uh, someone trying to get in who could be making an appearance a little bit later on. I just landing the... Uh, Scripts script in the walls. <laughs> But as I said, anyway, I'm joined by Havlin Sidgwick to look ahead to NXT tonight uh, and major developments regarding the Iron Survivor Challenge. Uh, lots of legends uh, attending who are going to be helping with the selection of the participants. You've got Shawn Michaels. Hey! You've got Molly Holly. Hey! You've got X-Pac. Yeah! You've got Alundra Blaze. Hey! And you've got Road Dog. <laughs> that big... <laughs> Um, so, just to reiterate, what's going on over there? I'm going to just continue the podcast. He's making noise outside the studio. I think, I think Phil's doing some tech stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Iron Survivor Challenge, very complicated, but basically, at the end of all that, they get a shot of the titles, don't they? Both men's and women's. Is it that complicated? I don't know. I'm looking at a page worth of rules here, but maybe it's just the usual five superstars. I would argue, right? And I would argue this based on the fact that neither me nor you during the live stream of Survivor Series knew the exact rules, that War Games is more complicated because of Maybe, the yeah. changing uh, amounts of time between the time the combatants come in the ring, um, the fact that they have matches to determine what's going to be the order and when exactly you can even score a finish, and indeed how you can win a match because it used to be surrender only and now there can be pinfall submissions and the like. I We talked about this when they first announced it. It's not that complicated really but it is brand new is and it sort of an iron man five way but in 25 minutes well it's an iron it's an iron man five way scramble uh king of the mountain which <laughs> yeah. does make it sound complicated but new stipulations are hard to arrive upon without them sounding Granted, immensely yeah. complicated i think do you know what my take on this is right? cool. 
And I hope we've not been guilty of this, because I think we've been fairly reasonable about the stipulation. Yeah. I don't have a problem with the quote-unquote convoluted... Oh, there's a con- logic gap we've picked upon. Yeah. I'm not bothered about the rules and people's ability to comprehend them. The logic gap is whoever comes in fourth and fifth is at a disadvantage. Yeah. This would be almost perfect. Check out this quintessential Sidgwick take. Bloody perfect if it was an AEW, this. <laughs> Imagine, yeah, Iron Survivor Challenge in AEW with the top five ranked mm. men's competitors and women's competitors, right? If you're number one, you get to start the match and you get more time mm-hmm. to rack up pinfalls. If you're number five, you obviously ain't number one, but you've won a lot. You deserve entry into the match. You don't have as much time to score those pinfalls, but God damn it, you get the opportunity because you've worked hard all year. This is, honestly, this is more sporting than AEW's been in a, in a little bit of a while because you get people judging, oh, he's had some wins or he's taken X amount of finishers to be put away. The only problem is the logic gap. My take generally on this, and remember when people were f- keeping spreadsheets, there's been 83 people on AEW television. There were this many people wrestling. Their managers were outside. Uh, the commentators were there. Uh, they interfered in the post-match. And they were saved when the other person was interfered. 83 people. That's what the problem with AEW is. That's not why it's beating WWE. There's 86 people on these shows, and it's too many people for Johnny moron to keep up with. What was the biggest show of the last 10 years? What the? In, just in general, the biggest show. Monday Drama. What? Monday Night Raw? Oh, 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 it's generally the biggest cultural phenomenon Game in television. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember half the character's name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I genuinely couldn't Same. when I was watching it, but I was like, oh, I recognize you because I'm not a goldfish. So I was trying to work out which Brit Res company it was uh, that John Morrison worked for when he was called Johnny Moron. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I... Oh, now you've reminded me, that is his name. Yeah. He still knew what his character was. I can still infer from his acting performance what he was there for. I could keep track of the plots, if not the names. And I was like, how many characters from Game of Thrones? What, 300, 200? Loads. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely bloody loads. I don't think that was a problem for wrestling not getting those 6 million fans back from 1999, actually. <laughs> and as well. Anyway, wrestling fans aren't as thick. The YouTube commenters are. The knobheads on Twitter are. That's a small sample. We should never gloss over as a small sample, okay? How many awesome fans did we meet in Cardiff, Wales? Yeah. In Cardiff, Wales, we met so <laughs> many <laughs> good wrestling fans, clever ones with whom we shared really nice debates, mm-hmm. right? Stop patronizing wrestling fans. WWE does it. AEW's got a terrible habit of doing it this year as well. People can understand the rules of this match just fine. You didn't tell me you were masturbating in Wales. Um, let's uh, let's <laughs> pick the... Debating, having mass debates with fans. This guy's an asshole. Yeah, he is an asshole. Put it on, knock it out of the goddamn park. The, uh, the thing about the wrestling fans being stupid as well, WWE for years, through the commentary, the elimination of pronouns, pal... Uh, you must climb the ladder, retrieve the briefcase from the carabiner, and then <laughs> you will retrieve the contract, and that will entitle you to a title shot at any title, oppor- opportunity. title opportunity at any time of your choosing. My brother, Jimmy Uso of the Undisputed Tag Team Champions, the Usos on SmackDown on Friday. My dad, Rey Mysterio. <laughs> right. All that sort of stuff was designed awesome. based on the idea that wrestling fans were thicker, far more so than this, because... 
it's an audiovisual feast. You get the match taking place, you get the commentators calling the action, and I'm assuming you'll get like live scores. So the points, people get a bit rattled by points in wrestling. It's not a common occurrence. Um, and even in something like the G1, it's not like the points are splattered up on screen. Yeah. You might have a league table at the very end, but it's not like they're there in the middle of the matches. It's not that difficult to just have the names of the graphics. We've seen it with Iron Man matches and it works just yeah. fine. Have the graphics, the five names in the corner. Almost, they almost certainly will. Yeah. And I, one thing I do love, and I've missed it since, well, TNA faded from relevance ultimately because they've still run King of the Mountains all the time. The penalty box thing, I said it then and I still think it now, is a really awesome device. Yeah. Pinfalls matter. You do not want to be getting pinned, otherwise you're out of the opportunity to score more points. That was the principle of why it was good in King of the Mountain. Anyone, as we saw with um, MJF and the Joker, Andrade could have just won the match and then MJF's gone to all that trouble and it was for now because yeah. he have, wouldn't have even got a chance. If, you're, if you haven't got your pinfall, you're not worthy of gaining points, hanging the belt up, whatever it is. It's a good thing to have stolen. Like, I'm looking forward to... the way the bloke in TNA said penalty box. Penalty box. Fights in the penalty box when two rivals end up in there at the same time in that small, confined space. There's, like, genuinely enjoyable elements to this. And I'm a... (laughs) Like, the scramble was a bit of a guilty pleasure of mine because 2008 was just the era of zero experimentation with anything... WWE proper, proper coasting with the blandest era of talent ever and a bunch of storylines that meant nothing and John Cena phoning it in. Uh, And then you could have things like an interim champion over the course of a 20-minute race of a match. It was fun. I I remember it from that era and you remember so little from it. Could have been Brian Kendrick. Interim champion, the Brian Kendrick, was a meme for a long time. Ain't no meme no more. Uh, So who who do you think is going to be involved in this? I think from the graphics that I've seen, you know, of like, oh, big things tonight on NXT, one would assume people like, I know he just lost a title match, but when's that ever stopped anyone? Like Mello, you'd put Mello in there for something like this. If he's still on NXT, yes. You should go in fifth. Yeah. To avoid the optics of him losing upwards. Tony D? Tony D, if he's fit. Stacks if he's not. I would Ooh, say. as a representative. Building up a bit of a winning streak at the moment. Shame he's not turned up yet, because we could ask him if he's high Please. on the thought. But ultimately, Von Wagner? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Can I just say as well, I like the idea of judges doing it. In lieu of a ranking system, right? The idea of judges, and I'll take Sean Walton's word over anyone's, certainly road I dogs. I don't want him to leave the building for about six months so we can maybe fix this show like imagine developing some talent while you're there please stick the around this guy who yeah. is the barometer of talent maybe should have a job at the talent development factory just just saying <laughs> just saying the judges oh, decided God, I, a point I was about to say, oh, about to say cheers it. Michael Hamflet he said to me earlier I'm really sorry about swearing on the raw review uh, if I swear between now and Thursday I'll buy you a pint uh, one podcast later, later. <laughs> The judges. Yeah. I blame how much I love X-Pac for that. Yeah, that's fair. I, under- I hope that I will not be made a fool of with this because the copy will be so boilerplate, right? Especially when Road Dog on Twitter has no credibility in this role as a judge because he has just agreed with the take of Disco Inferno <laughs> saying that 95% of wrestlers don't know how to get themselves over. Oh, my God. He won't understand this match because in this match, wins and losses matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, he's, the, he's not us. It's he's confused. So he'll have no credibility, but... Ultimately, the idea is sound of a respected senior veteran can put over the talents who they decide should go in the match if they all get to pick one. Because that's, I think, yeah, the way it's I would go. assume, yeah. There's five judges and five spots. Then that's the get put over before they even do anything. We're talking yeah. about this like it's an earnestly good thing. They've like, thought about the snip. They've thought about the judges, the element of it. Like, people aren't just going in at random. 
This is all very good. I just wish five performers started all at the same time. Rather than maybe picking our selections then, can I give you a performer that I think is going to be in the match and you tell me which one of the five is going to pick them? Yeah. Yeah. Good game. Joe Gacy. Feels like he has to be. He's on. He's not lost. Basically, he's not lost for ages, yep. and he's got this early Joe Gacy. Uh, Road Dog wouldn't pick him because he was like, "Oh my God, that liberal snowflake ain't getting in this match." Oh, man, oh, sorry, maybe I got cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> um, I Shawn Michaels picks Joe Gacy. You just say like this guy's always uh, talking about wanting to. Come and sit at the learning tree. Uh, I respect that around here. Do you respect that? Because I do. Because I do. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. He's a Shawn Michaels guy, Joe Gacy. I'm with you on the whole road dog thing. If he says Tony D, I'm changing my opinion. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be like, uh, <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to do this. Uh, road dog. Hey, 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 hey. You are right. No, he isn't. No, okay, fair enough. Shawn Michaels is like, I'm going to go with Joe Gacy. That uh, 14 chess you just played. Oh, God. I'll get you a pint if I swear again. Just so you can tell Adele. Oh. <laughs> you wouldn't believe this, right? But I have to go for a pint after work. <laughs> it is 14 chess, but for a totally different reason. So I can do this. I can say, that girl that Joe Gacy's hanging around with. Not sure about her. I think her grandma was a <laughs> I think I said that in the 90s, actually. Google it. Uh, before we move on, I'll give you, I'll give you one of the, the female performers who I think is probably going to be in it. Cora Jade. Yeah, without doubt. Medusa, because she dropped a belt in the trash. Oh! I hope they haven't forgotten that. LTST. Who's Medusa? Owen Dribble is. Thank you very much. God. <laughs> Using those sort of names, Randy. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Let's talk about the rest of this show. Um, Sid, what's next for uh, Dijak and Scribbles? <laughs> <laughs> Please make them a team. Oh, can you even imagine? Dijak is going to continue to, perhaps even unwittingly, well, everything he does is unwittingly, unwittingly <laughs> dress up like the man who he thinks he's better at than. In an ironic hell punishment, he looks like the cleaner in late 2015. And it's hilarious because he looks like the wish version of the cleaner. Cleaner got me into New Japan, so maybe this will bring a bunch of new people to NXT. Potentially. He uh, hopefully doesn't botch his finish this time. He's obviously targeting the NXT North American Championship. And uh, he can say something like, there's no justice. I'm a six foot five machine in this little bitch. <laughs> he isn't a wrestler. I'm a wrestler. I uh, Okay, I don't. I don't really care. All I know is that he's going to say some random assortment of what I would describe as synonyms of beat up that Triple H thinks is cool. I'm going to annihilate Wesley. I'm going to eviscerate Wesley. Mm. I've beaten guys called Lee in the past. I'll do it again. Oh, is that the one thing that people are still talking about that they liked about you? Mm-hmm. I think so. Are they still actually not talking about it though, Die Jack? No. <laughs> Sad die, Jack. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sad die, Jack. <laughs> Can't wait. For, I was going to say Dark die, Jack, but we were there now. That's what this era is. But he feud with Tony D over the, who the real Dan is. He's already feud with Wesley. <laughs> he just wants to get. He just wants to do Don. Only want Tony D on this show. goddammit. it! Scripts has to have new attire. They ha- like I say. Like, he has to have new the listening company, but come on, everyone yeah. went. What is this? And also, maybe some connection to the character. I've seen tease for the last six weeks, eh? Because there's no connection right now. You like that meme, don't you? That like our expectations were low, but holy, like that scripts coming out, isn't it? That crusty the he, clown at a minimum needs new gear. It is an absolute disgrace how that appeared on a WWE production. I'll say nothing else other than sometimes it can look exceedingly cheap and garish, right? But only by accident. This looks like it's shindy stuff, this. Yeah. Like, WWE looks cheap and garish in its own ironically expensive way, if that makes any sense. This looks so low rate. It is scarcely believable. I would say he's been maybe he's been concentrating more on his words than his actions, but then I've heard his rhymes. I yeah, that's not the case. So uh, scripts. We've got, <laughs> we've got a bit of time, haven't we? It's time to play the game. And that is which one of I've got the I've got the roster page in front of me. So which one of either person that could could face of the roster is going to face either Dijak or Scripps tonight? Michael Sidgwick, I'm scrolling through the roster page right now. It's the it's the AW roster page, the NXT roster. If we land on a person, we can pick if they're going to fight Dijak or Scripps. Yeah. Stop. Two. Odyssey Jones. Okay. I feel, yeah. <laughs> I feel nothing. Who would you prefer? What combination is better? Um, He's a biggish guy. Dijak. Dijak. Yeah. Trying to, uh, you know, get like the Dijak is like really hard thing over. I can beat big guys, so I can beat little guys. Yeah. Stop. Didn't he, uh, he might be in a feud with Von Wagner. Didn't he come for the save of Blade and oh, an yeah, Ophel Boys last week? Von Wagner to Barty Liaison. Right, okay, sorry, I was going to do it. Go, go again. Right, WrestleMania night. Where are the girls at? Uh, <laughs> oh, go on. Um, stop. 
to Jagger Reed. Oh, Christ. Jagger Reed and Scripps. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. Scripps is going to have his first interaction oh. with uh, the DAA. Now, right next to Jagger Reed, by the way, on the roster page. Man, I'm very excited to see more of tonight. Big body, Harvey. Yes. Another promo from there. I think they're, oh, I wonder if. Could do more Von Wagner stuff after this. I just uh, love him. I wonder if he uh, tries to take out, like, Road Dog or X-Pac. And he, then next week, he's like, oh, I was wanting to challenge X-Pac. Dream match, X-Pac versus Big Body Harvey. But somebody put him to the table. Oh, wait, that was me. And he's lining up his, uh, and there's still somebody lined up at the end of all this. I would love him to face opponent. a legend at deadline. Yeah. Because he's like, well, they're, they're never going to wrestle again. Sid. <laughs> <laughs> Sid comes in. So the idea of Von Wagner, like in a party movie where it's all out of control and it starts like in media res and it's this crazy party and Von Wagner gets himself into some sticky situation. <laughs> the Scratch, freeze frame. <laughs> You're probably wondering how I got into this situation. <laughs> the only guy that can speak and be a freeze frame at the same time. <laughs> um, his face just doesn't move the whole time. He's explaining the story. Von Wagner's day off. <laughs> Von Wagner, like, trying to get some beer, but he's underage, and, like, he's just so, like, a terrifying, chilling serial killer. Here's my ID. Just take whatever you want. <laughs> my name is McLovin. <laughs> the funny thing about my back is that it's located on my cock. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, next big Hollywood star from WWE is Von Wagner. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> 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 right, let's talk about some of the matches actually advertised for tonight. A big six-woman match, Hamlet, Toxic Attraction, taking on the tag team champions, oh Chanson Carter and Nikita Lyons. How do you see this one playing out? Right, what are the... None of the, this match doesn't matter. It's the feuds that the other wrestlers are in. Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark. Like answering a uh, Stark's... Joke. Yeah. <laughs> Zoe Stark should be there to want to get to Nikita Lyons. So there's that attack. Uh, was it Katana Chance and Caden Carter that were suggesting? It was them last week that were suggesting that um, they'll drop Toxic Traction will drop Mandy Rose like a bad habit the yeah. s- second she loses the title. That's not a bad reason, I suppose, for Toxic Attraction to want to say, no, you're talking bollocks. And we'll prove that. We'll take your tag titles because we're a tag. It's not just about Mandy having a belt. It's about <laughs> us getting our belts back and that's a set up for presumably what will be a, a tag title match. So I'll go Mandy with... taking the night off on deadline. I thought. I swear she said, I'm just going to watch and see who wins the Iron yeah, Spider Challenge. I, there was no obvious opponent set up because um, like all the, the remaining three baby faces, especially, are going into the Iron Survivor Challenge. And Indy Hartwell is taking no prisons anymore, and she's going to get a spot in it as well. So, Well, she's facing Roxanne Perez tonight. Maybe they face four a spot in the Iron Survivor Challenge. Roxanne Perez should be beating her and fighting Mandy Rose. I agree. At, at the pay, shouldn't she? Well, at the whatever the hell deadline is. <laughs> like that should be event. I'll go with Toxic Attraction to win this because Zoe Stark and Nikita Lyons uh, is the only proper feud right now. And maybe that sets up a tag title match. Yeah. yeah, maybe they do. We pinned so, you. Aye, and you have that. You have that a deadline and toxic attraction are trying to suggest that it's nothing to do with Mandy Rose's glory. And then when they lose and Mandy Rose comes to lose, you can start doing the what's yeah the toxic attraction together or not. And in terms of Perez versus Hartwell, Sid is a sample got this right. Perez wins. Are they wrestling tonight? Yeah, uh, yeah, probably. And then they'll both go into the, the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> One final match to uh, look forward to. Um, is Fallon Henley versus Kiana J. That's my girl! That's my girl! Oh, good. 
it's going to do the door open. He, he just kicks it clean down. I kicked it. I kicked it clean down. <laughs> I know my Wilborn don't like no swearing on these podcasts. <laughs> and I'm parts. a good Southern boy, so I ain't going to do no blue. <laughs> yeah, uh, Valentine Lee versus Keanu Jones. Could could she lose her bar? I hope not. A lot of drinks and brewskis in there. <laughs> my buddy. What's his name again? <laughs> Where Jansen? Uh, I like Jansen. <laughs> I I do. I'm intrigued by this storyline as much as I'm intrigued by Duke Hudson and Chase Yu, which I think is one of the best things going on in NXT. Right oh, now. a fancy university! I don't need that. <laughs> college, I don't need college that. boy. College boy. But um, yeah. well, overlapping, yeah. dovetailing stories here, isn't it? Are Duke Hudson and don't say dovetailing. Keanu James working together was is the bar a red herring, and is it in fact are they after the red jumper? Yes, university. <laughs> and of the two of them, as she sent Duke Hudson, because she was just rejected out of hand from being able to buy uh, Chase University, as she sent Duke Hudson in there a as a... real estate r- guy now as well. Yeah, as a ringer. Well, that's what she is. That's what her business is, apparently, just acquiring properties. Uh-huh. As she sent Duke Hudson in there to bring it down from the inside, to devalue it so oh. that she can buy it for 10 cents on a dollar. Uh, well, she's a Jezebel. Look <laughs> <laughs> at my boy's dick up like that. He ain't going to concentrate on no in-ring action because he's trying tra- to get action out the ass. She's trying in to the ass, out the ass. <laughs> in a round. He's obsessed with ass, that boy. <laughs> <laughs> and she's trying to shag away at him. Guess what? Guess what? So, oh. <laughs> so Keanu James wins tonight. Who should fight? Uh, Fallon Henley yes. feels like yeah. a good yeah. justification for it all. Anyway, yeah. Uh, What's his name? Boris Johnson. Yeah. Briggs. 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 Uh, Josh Briggs. Uh. Briggs. <laughs> thanks, thanks, for, thanks for popping in. The uh, the door. Can you just get the, the door for us, by the way? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> bye. 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 Briggs. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Stax. You're all right. You're all right, Stax. That bloody Piccadilly Circus in here, isn't it? <laughs> honestly, honestly, imagine if you're one of the people who just sits there. Oh, yeah, you're going to get some good points on the, on the Dynamite preview and review. It's really good for the wrestling analysis. You're missing out. What goes wrong with them on a Tuesday? Bad news, guys. <laughs> oh, what's, what's up, Stax? I can't go on the podcast tomorrow. The Jets goddamn broken. I got a hitchhike back to NXT for the night. Would it not make more in? sense to wait for the Jet to get fixed here, stop at someone's house overnight? You probably shouldn't have come on this podcast in hindsight <laughs> if you were working And on a side note, oh, so is that. I'm going to need Will Warren's help with the Jet. So he's not going to be on the podcast tomorrow either, but he'll be free in the afternoon is to he, preview AEW Dynamite. Is that Wilborn? Yeah, yeah, that's the case. Yeah, sorry. Are I, you, didn't want, uh, I didn't want to break you, break you guys' hearts. Are you like an engineer? Yeah, what skill set have you got? got, I've got, I've got um, it's mainly just the tool belt he needs from me, to be honest, but I, it's kind of what? a tool. What, in, what, in what narrative have we established that you carry around a tool belt? No, it's on not, video or audio or otherwise? It's a, it's a family heirloom, so I just want to keep an eye on it, basically. <laughs> what? This story? <laughs> You're building a lot of stuff in our nowhere, like an NXT character that we're expected to have just known all along. You know me, you know me guys, I'm a tool belt guy. <laughs> this is your thing. Happy man. 
Yeah, that's right. You remember old Daddy Wilborn. <laughs> Loved his tool belt. <laughs> anyway, you gotta, you gotta wrap this thing up because people got trains to catch and planes to fix and all that bollocks. Uh, <laughs> right. I overheard and I bumped into, uh, what's his goddamn name? Briggs. Josh Briggs. Josh Briggs, yeah. I bumped into him on the, on the way past and said, uh, good luck to uh, Fallon Ellie in a match tonight against Gianna James and all the stuff surrounding her, boy. And then that got me thinking, you know, about a few jokes I can tell you about boys and booze and all that bollocks. So, Sid, first joke. Oh, there are three jokes. Three jokes. Okay, good, three good. jokes. First joke. Sid, what does a skeleton order? <laughs> a skeleton. Whatever you Brits want to call it. What does a skeleton order at a bar? Oh, did Skull. Skinful. Oh, that's really good. Yes. Uh, do you call it a skinful of ale or something? Yeah. A skinful of ale. Nope. They order a beer and a mop. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> joke number two. Any joke books amongst those family heirlooms? <laughs> you could borrow off Wilbur and Ravy. Yeah, yeah, that's not very good, that one. You borrow off him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know me, I love my booze. I love the, I call it a guy PA because I love him so goddamn much. But Evelyn, <laughs> what is my definition of a balanced diet? Uh, a beer in one hand and a drink in each hand. A beer in each hand, correct mundo. I believe there is a sound effect for that, actually. One second. Yay! Hey, I love this goddamn thing. I feel like there's one more sound effect, actually. Oh. Oh, what are you playing with there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's that? No. Suck <laughs> The green one on there. Yeah. yeah. Bingo! <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay, final joke for you, then I cast the go-go, fix the jet, and then get back for NFT. Oh, no, I gotta, no, sorry, I'm not fixing the jet. Hitchhiking it. I'm hitchhiking it. God damn, this is complicated. You're hitchhiking back with Wilborn, because he, he's got to go as well. Who's going to finish this podcast? You guys can wrap it all up. I've got a nosebleed, I think, uh, from thinking too hard. Uh, okay, final joke there, I got the go. Oh, what do you get when you mix alcohol and literature, huh? What do you get when you mix alcohol and literature? Book, book, English, novel. Yeah. Um. Uh, alcohol and literature. Can't be alcohol because it's used in a like that would be terrible crafting of a joke if you. Yes, yeah, so that's like a synonym or a yeah. type of alcohol. Wine. Uh, okay. Booze. But yeah. He's something's wrong footy on the third joke. That's yeah. the formula. But it's actually a good punchline, and then he can brag about it and throw the chair down. Sorry, yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. What do you get when you mix alcohol and literature? Tequila Mockingbird! It's the way I f***ing tell him. Let's go, Wilborn. We got a goddamn plane to fix and a train to catch and some goddamn bullshit. Uh, bye, Wilborn. Bye, bye, Stax. Right, well, thank you all very much for joining us on the NXT preview. All going well. We will be back tomorrow with the review of the show itself, which, uh, just to hazard a guess of things, will probably be a little bit different to how we've just yeah. unpacked it all. 
But yeah, um, we also reviewed Raw today. We did. Check that out. Um, again, back tomorrow um, for the NXT review and the AEW Dynamite preview all going well. So please check that out. And just again, thank you so much for dedicating a part of your day to indulge us on all of this. <laughs> and this. And, you know, if you want to get involved in the community, we love our longtime listeners and our dedicated fan community on Twitter. You can let us know your thoughts on tonight's show um, on Twitter underneath the link to this podcast at WhatCultureWWE. Whilst you're there, you can follow Michael Hamflit at... Michael Hamflit. Yeah, you can follow the erstwhile um, Adam Wilborn at Adam Wilborn. You can follow me at M. Citric. Once again, you can follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. And until the next time, we will see you soon. Even on a budget... Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.